Welcome to Kingdom Insight with Dr. Kazumba Charles. This program is designed to help you discover treasures and truth from God's Word and also give you deeper insights and understanding of the character and nature of God. Here is your host, Dr. Kazumba Charles. Welcome back again as we continue to look at uh, um, the book of Romans. This is uh, Dr. Kazumba Charles. Thank you for joining me and I just, pray, uh, I just pray a blessing over you as you continue to listen to these uh, series on uh, the book of Romans. Again, I say it, it is very important for us to understand the word of God in its context because it helps us form a strong and unshakable foundation as we pursue the kingdom of God. There's a lot of things that would you, you know, cause us to to be shaken but when we stand on the word of God God he's very faithful to help us pull through any circumstances of uh, life we have been looking at a very exciting uh, a book uh, the book of Romans as we looked at the, uh, the the last series I hope you have watch the other uh, uh, three series uh, uh, which we looked at the introduction we looked at the ba- uh, background of the book of Romans and we looked also at uh, the uh, spiritual gifts as well as um, loving others loving people we're gonna continue in the same vein as we look at the importance of the book of uh, Romans why is this book so important the book of Romans is very important to us because uh, it helps us understand the foundation of our faith. It helps us understand the foundation of our faith. And we need to understand our foundation. We need to understand our faith. There are three passages in the New Testament that contain the most important theology of our faith. Listen, people of God, if you get your theology wrong, or uh, you will get your faith wrong. If you don't get your theology right, everything will be wrong. So there are three passages in the New Testament that contain the most important theology of our faith. The first one is John chapter 1 verse 14. It talks about incarnation. And then Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3 to 14. It talks about the Trinity, purpose, and the glory of God. And then uh, Romans chapter 3 verse 21 to 26, which talks about uh, justification, redemption, and uh, um uh, 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 it talks about uh, uh, justification and redemption. Let's just look at uh, Romans chapter 3 verse, verse um, uh, 21. Romans 3:21. it says this. But now God has shown us a way to be made right with him without keeping the requirements of the law as was promised in the writings of Moses and the prophets long ago. We are made right with God by placing our faith in Jesus Christ. And this is true for everyone who believes, no matter who we are. For everyone has sinned, we all fall short of God's gracious standard, yet God with undeserved kindness declares that we are righteous. He did this through Christ Jesus when he freed us from the penalty for for our sins. For God presented Jesus as the sacrifice for sin. 
People are made right with God when they believe that Jesus sacrificed his life, shedding his blood. The sacrifice shows that God was being fair when he held back and did not punish those who sinned in time past. For he was looking ahead and including them in what he would do in this passage but pre, sorry, present time. God did this to demonstrate his righteousness for he himself is fair and just and he declares uh, sinners to be right in his sight when they believe in uh, Jesus. So these are very important uh, uh, lines that we need to know. Again, I say, if you get your theology, uh, your theology wrong, you're going to get everything wrong about your life and your life with God. Now, look at Apostle Paul. Apostle Paul emphasized righteousness and justification in uh, this letter to the church in Rome to, to a depth and detail not found elsewhere in the Bible. Sin is uh, traced to its core in our union with Adam and the uh, uh, imputation of origin of sin. Paul also map, mapped out the spread of human sin and its result in both uh, believers and uh, non-believers. Here is the crucial concept that we need to look at in, as, we look at in, uh, as we look at the book of Romans. Uh, Romans chapter 9 verse 10 to 13 talks about elect, uh, uh, God's choice of individual or group. What is election? God's choice of uh, an individual or group for a specific purpose or destiny. God has elected us to do his work here on earth. And then the other concept that is very crucial in the book of Romans is uh, justification. We see that in Romans chapter 4 verse 25 and Romans chapter 5 verse 18. It's, uh, it talks about God's act of declaring us not guilty for our sins, make us right with him. He has made us right. Uh, 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 these are very, very important concepts we see in the book of Romans. And the other ones are redemption. Romans 3 verse 24 and Romans 8 verse 23. Jesus Christ has paid the price so we can go free free to do what free to do the will of God not free to live again into sin not free to be slaves to sin but free to do the will of God free to do the will of God and then he talks about um he talks about sanctification another concept in the book of Romans that is important is sanctification becoming more and more like Jesus Christ through the work of the Holy Spirit this is a continue work that we continue on this path where God continues to sanctify us to continues to cleanse us to become more like him and then the other concept is is, uh, glorification Romans chapter 8 verse 18 and then uh, we see it on 19 and up to 30 it's the ultimate state of uh, the believers after death where when he or she becomes like Christ you can see that in John chapter 3 uh, verse 2 now one of the other concepts we see is a reprobate mind and I wanna I want us to go to Romans chapter 1 verse uh, uh, 28 since they thought it is it it's foolish to acknowledge God and abandon them to their foolish making, to, uh, and abandoned them to their foolish thinking, and let them do things that should never be done. 
So what it is talking about here is just a reprobate mind. A reprobate is um, simply, uh, the definition of a reprobate is uh, one who is beyond redemption. A term used to refer to a person who has, re who, who the, a person rejected by God and beyond hope of uh, salvation. Now, this is not because God doesn't want them to be saved. It is because these people have just uh, dismissed everything that God intends to do or they've dismissed the existence of God they've dismissed even the presence of God and then uh, the number eight point that I want you to look at sorry another point that I want you to look at is uh, adoption Romans chapter 8 verse uh, 15 uh, uh, it talks about being adopted into the family of God Romans 8 15 says this so you have not received a spirit that makes you fearful slaves. Instead, you received God's spirit when he adopted you as his own children. Now we call him Abba Father. Meaning now God, because of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, we have been adopted. Remember in our last series, we used the word grafted into the family of God. God has what? Has adopted us. The term refers to the legal, uh, legal act whereby a child is accepted into a family or on an equal basis including the same rights of inheritance so God has grafted us into his family or, or on an equal basis with any other person that was there before us and then the other term that is very crucial and important in this book is uh, imputed, imputed, which is uh, one of the Bible's most important words to learn the meaning of is uh, impute or imputation. The word means to transfer something from one person to another. You can see it in, a, in, a, in Romans chapter 4. Let's just read this. Romans chapter 4 verse 22 to 23 before we look at the definition of uh, imputation or impute and because of the Abraham's faith God counted him as righteous and when God counted him as righteous it wasn't just for Abraham's benefit it was recorded for our benefit too assuring us that God will also count us righteous if we believe in him and the one who raised Jesus our Lord from the dead he was handed over to die because of our sins and he was raised to life to make us right with uh, God. So the word means, the word imputation or impute or to impute, uh, the word means to, to transfer something from one person to another, such as Adam's sin was given or transferred or imputed to the whole human race, Christians or those who believe in Jesus Christ are made righteous by the imputation of God's own righteousness in his son Jesus Christ. So you are righteous because of the imputation of the righteousness of Jesus Christ. Now you got to understand this. God has made you right with him and God wants you to be right with him. So for in order for him to do that, he sent his own son Jesus Christ to accomplish that mission. And then the other terms we find in uh, the book of uh, Romans are such as grace. 
Romans uh, chapter 5 verse 1 to 2 it says there therefore since we have been made right in God's sight by faith we have we have peace with God because of what Jesus Christ our Lord has done for us because of our faith Christ has brought us into this place of undeserved privilege where we now stand and we confidently and joyfully look forward to sharing God's glory it's talking about uh, uh, grace. What is grace? The unmerited favor of God or God's own choice to show favor in redeeming lost persons through faith in Jesus Christ. And then the other one is a justification. Romans chapter 5 verse 1 into 9, you can see that. Or Romans chapter 8 verse 30. Let's look at that. Romans 8 verse 30 says this. And having chosen them, he called them to come to him. And having called them, he gave them right standing with himself. And having given them right standing, he gave them his uh, glory. I love that. Not only that, God has put us uh, in right standing with him. He has justified us and given us his glory. He has put the, the glory, his glory upon us as well. He has justified us just as if we never seen. So justification is God declaring the belief in Christ righteous just like you and I never sinned before so now let's look at the Gentile and the Jew because this was what Paul was addressing in this um, uh, uh, in this book of the book of Romans both the Gentile and the Jew need God's righteousness there is, this is very, very powerful here as he's addressing. Now, let's look at uh, uh, the Gentile. Romans chapter 1, verse 19 to 32 there. The Gentile, although, the Gentile, although he knew God through his works, he refused to worship God. He glorified him not as God and he's guilty of every sin. Uh, 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 this is the Gentile. Then the Jew, Romans 2, chapter 2, verse 1 to 29, you can read that. The Jew likewise is under God's wrath, although he knew God through his word. The Gentile knew God through works. The, the Jews knew God through his word. And it says, uh, the Jew likewise is under God's wrath, although he knew God through his word. He is without excuse because he does the same things. As we can see in uh, Romans chapter 2 there. 2 verse 1. Let me just read that quickly. 2 verse 1. You may think you can condemn such people, but you are just as bad as you have no excuse when you say they are wicked and should be punished. You are condemning yourself, for you who judge others do these very same things. Oh my goodness. The, the people that judges others, they're the first people that does the same stuff. So he's talking to us about not, uh, you know, um, uh, condemning others here. It's talking about us not to condemn other people. And then uh, he says that they, they do the same thing. So everybody is guilty. In a nutshell, what Paul was driving home to the, to the Romans and the Gentiles believers here was that all are guilty until they surrender their lives to Jesus Christ who has been sacrificed on our 
behalf to bring us into the right standing with God. In Romans chapter 2, Paul states that legal status in the eyes of man doesn't matter. What matters is the inward condition of our heart, our relationship to God, and obedience to his instruction, which is the law. Now, this is very important because we got to grasp this. We got to understand outward appearance does not matter to God as much as our inward condition of our heart. Here is a good, uh, you know, uh, a paraphrase of Romans chapter 2, verse 25 to 29. It says this, For indeed, being legally Jewish is of value if you practice the Torah. But if you are a transgressor of the Torah, the law, your legal Jewish status has become the same as being legally Gentile uncircumcised. So if the legally Gentile man keeps the requirements of the law, Torah, will not his legally Gentile status be regarded as legal Jewish status? This is so cool because he's trying to help us certain things here. He's trying to help us understand we are all guilt. And he who is a physically, legally Gentile, if he keeps the Torah law, will he not judge you who, though having the letter of the law and being legally Jewish, are transgressors of the law? What he's talking about is this. As a a servant of God or as a man of God, if I, um, I do stuff... And I don't follow the word of God. And there is a person who is not a servant of God. Who follows the word of God. Can he not condemn me? So Paul is laying it out down for them here. He says, uh, for he is not a Jew he is not, who, who is one outwardly. No, is Jewish status that which is outward in the flesh. But he is a Jew who is one inwardly. And Jewish status is that which is of the heart by the spirit, not by the letter. And his praises is not from men, but from God. So let me bring it down for you here. What Paul is simply saying is, uh, 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 let me put it in our terms here. As a Christian, your Christianity is only your is only valid if you are able to live in the character and nature of God, following the footsteps of Christ, and that is very difficult for us to swallow, because uh, you see, as a believer. You are known by the fruits that you bear. You are known by your fruits, what you do. So just because I have a Bible in my hands doesn't demonstrate my heart for God. My heart for God is demonstrated in things that I do, in things that I say, and in things that I do what I do release with my life. So Paul made it very clear to make them understand that uh, you are not a Jew just because of the status of the Jew, but by following God's instruction. Same with the Gentile. You don't belong to God just because of your title, but functioning in that title that God has grafted you into the kingdom of God. 
And then Paul looks at one of the bigger thing in uh, the go- in, in in there, and that is that I'm not ashamed of the gospel. That is where we're gonna look at. Um, we're gonna look at um, uh, those points as Paul shares. I'm not ashamed of the gospel. In our next segment, which I want you to to look at, to look to look for, we're gonna look at. Um, I am not ashamed of the gospel. So these are very important uh, topics that uh, 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 Paul is sharing when we begin to understand uh, 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 the core of this, when we begin to understand why Paul is saying, um, you know, to the Gentile, uh, 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 although the Gentile knew God through his works, he also is uh, what? He is guilty. So we got to understand in this year. What Paul was trying to say is all have uh, fallen short of God's glory. We have all sinned. We don't have to condemn other people. We have sinned before God. We are all sinners, but there is something that makes a difference. There is something that changes our lives. There is something that brings us into the right standing with God. There is something powerful that brings us closer to God. And that is they what they salvation which Jesus brought to us, the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. So by putting our faith in Jesus, what we're doing is we are accepting the sacrifice that God has put before us. So never condemn those who are living uh, uh, lives, you know, in sin. Let's be an example to them of what God is doing in us so that they can see there is a different life. Because when we demonstrate the character of God in our lives and we demonstrate what God has done with our lives through humility, through love, through compassion, by acknowledging other people's shortcomings and also being there to just be an example of what God has done, salvation happens, miracles happens because people are able to know this is a real life lived by real people. You see, Christianity is a real thing. It is not something that is just formed up in the, in, in, you know, that is far-fetched. We can live this thing, but we got to give each other a room and time to do, to, to, to let the Holy Spirit work in and through us. So Paul knew he needed to bring the Gentiles together. He needed to bring, sorry, the Gentile and the Jewish believers together by uniting them, by understanding just because you're Jew, you're not good, you're not better than the Gentile. But all together because of what Jesus has done, we are all cleansed and brought in right standing with God. Before I close today's uh, teaching, I don't know where your life is at. I don't know what are some of the battles that you've been battling with. I don't know where your future is at right now without God. I want to encourage you. That's why we're teaching this, these, 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 these uh, uh, biblical series. It is because we understand when you understand what God has done for you, while you are yet a sinner, 
while you are still in sin and you understand the grace, the unmerited favor of God that he has extended to you and to me, you begin to rise away from those ashes. You begin to rise away from the power of sin and death. You begin to rise up and uh, begin to live a life that is full of peace and joy. Why? Because your right standing is not in within your abilities, but it is within the abilities of God by sacrificing his son, Jesus Christ. So Paul wanted to make it very clear in the book of Romans. And the book of Romans is so important to us because it contains kingdom truth. It contains the the, the foundation of our faith, understanding your salvation, understanding who has served you. You see, many people, they don't even know all these things because uh, we are in in a world uh, that is just, uh, you know, preaching things of uh, you can get that, you can get that, or get that, let God bless you, this God... And then when they are blessed, they can't even enjoy their blessings because they don't have the foundation of the word of God. It is possible for God to bless you and for you to enjoy your blessings by standing on the word of God, by standing on the principles of the kingdom of God. And that is what I want you to understand. That is what I want you to know. And that is what I want you to get is to get that biblical grounding of God. That's why we're teaching this. I want to pray with you before we leave. Father, in the name of Jesus, I declare your praises over each and every person that is tuned in today watching this program. We declare your praises over them. We declare shalom. We declare peace. We declare strength. We declare salvation. We declare forgiveness of their sins. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray, Father, cleanse them and wash them by the blood of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you. And we will see you in our next series and next segment as we talk about, as we talk about, I am not ashamed of the gospel. God bless you. Thank you for watching Kingdom Insight. Dr. Kazumba Charles has written some powerful and insightful books that will help you discover treasures and truth of God's Word and also give you a deeper understanding of the unchanging character of God. For a love gift of $20, our office will send you one of the following books written by Dr. Kazumba Charles. The Parables of the Kingdom, Revisiting the Foundations, The Weapon of Forgiveness, or Discovering the Power of God in You please go to www.kazumbacharles.org to give your love gift. Your love gift will enable Dr. Kazumba Charles to continue to preach the good news of the kingdom. Thank you for your generosity.